Welcome to the Love Serve Disciple Podcast, a show highlighting the work of the Salvation Army around the territory as we focus on loving, serving, and discipling those in our communities. Find additional information about this month's guests and resources at allforjesus.salvationarmysouth.org. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you doing today? Welcome to the Love Serve Disciple podcast. I am one of your hosts, Major Matt Satterley, and here with me is my co-host on this podcast, my co-host in life, Major Jamie Satterley. Major Jamie, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. So excited about our special guest today, uh, Monica. We also have with us Mercy uh, Cosme from the Communications Department. It's going to be a great conversation about prayer, which is such an important part of discipleship. So I'm excited to hear. Yeah, as you heard my wife say, we are focusing on prayer, the prayer focus of discipleship, the territorial priority of discipleship today. We have with us a senior soldier from the Atlanta Temple Corps. How are you today, Monica? I'm good, thank you. Gracias. Yeah, and since we're going to be doing this uh, interview a little bit different in English and in Spanish, we have Mercy, again, Mercy Cosme with the uh, communications department here uh, with us. Mercy, how are you doing today? (laughs) Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's talk about prayer, please. All right, so Monica, our first question is, uh, the listeners want to just know a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you met the Salvation Army. Um, Soy Uruguaya. I am Uruguayan. I've been in this country for about 22 years. Uh, we arrived here with my husband and me, my two sons. They grown now. I have two a daughter-in-law that I consider my daughters, <laughs> and I have four grandchildren which I adore. So, Monica, we're going to talk a little bit about the prayer ministry that you lead. But can you share a little bit about what your personal prayer life is like and your relationship with God through prayer? Um. In my personal life, I knew the importance of prayer in my difficult times. Uh, When I had those moments of darkness, that's when I understood that the relationship from uh, God in me had to be through prayer, nothing else. That is when my relationship uh, with God got stronger. Usualmente me levanto en la mañana. I used to have the habit of praying every morning myself, uh, just me and God alone. Now is a relationship uh, with my other uh, friends from the um, home league. Now we are a group of warriors praying every day, and that is powerful for my, for my life. So uh, Monica is with us here today because she has started a special uh, a, a, a prayer ministry, a prayer focus at her core. So um, first question to you again, Monica, is going to be, can you just tell us a little bit about that? What is the prayer ministry that you have at the core? Durante el tiempo de pandemia, I started um, these Zoom calls because during the pandemic, everything closed down. The churches closed the doors, but in Temple Core, they open the Zoom for the uh, Bible studies, for uh, home league. And during those Zoom meetings, I had the need of praying for my people, and they had the need to pray for their family. So it's a lot of needs at that moment that I thought 
it could be a different setting or a different meeting just for the prayers because it was an, a lot of needs in there. During those, those meetings, uh, like home league meetings, uh, there were a lot of requests, a lot of prayer requests. There were tons of them. Those, meet, those Zoom meetings uh, were only uh, an hour and it was not enough time for praying for everybody. So I saw that need and I said, okay, let's have another Zoom meeting just for prayers, just for prayer requests. For me personally, prayers are the most important part of our lives, is the connection to our Father. But also during those times, I saw the need of people learning how to pray because not everybody knows how to pray, either because they are afraid of praying because nobody taught them how to pray. I saw the opportunity of using this time to teach others how to pray. For me personally, the more important thing for me is to pray with the person, not for the person. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm going to pray for you, but we don't do it. So when we pray with that person, we incorporate them into our prayer, but it's collective. So our Father can listen to us better when we are together to pray with an intention. Monica, how many people were on the Zoom prayer meetings when you first started? And then how many, about how many people are on there now? So when we started, it was only three, four, five people. That's, that's the number of cell phones connected. Now we connect 22, 25 but that's only the number of cell phones connected to the Zoom call. That's not the actual number of the people connected to the, to the prayer group because sometimes uh, the mother or mm-hmm. our friend is connected, but her husband is in the background, uh, her children are in the background, and so forth. I have a lady who actually go to work, and all her co-workers <laughs> are mm-hmm. in that Zoom call mm-hmm. as well. That's great. I love this so much because it's... Uh, meeting people where they were in the moment, right? Or where they are even now at work, uh, connecting. And in a way, it's not just discipleship. It's a form of evangelism because the coworkers are now joining in um, to this too. And there's a, a little bit of vulnerability, right? When we share what our deepest concerns are um, and allow someone to come into our lives and share that with us. So I think it's a beautiful thing. Have there? Do you have any testimonies or success stories that you can share that have come out of this um, praying together? Wow, esa pregunta es increíble. That question is incredible. Hemos visto tantas, tantas. It's incredible because um, there are so many, so many uh, prayers answered that without a doubt, I can tell you, we can actually write a book. There was this lady in in the core who wanted to pray for someone else's mom, another member of the core. But the daughter of this person that needed the prayer didn't want to tell me or didn't want to say it out loud. So her friend asked for the prayer for her mom because the mom was hospitalized at the moment. She was hospitalized because she was going to have her leg cut off due to an infection uh, for diabetes. So when 
We prayed two days later, it was going to be her surgery. The next day, not the day, the day before of the surgery, the daughter came to ask for me, to look for me. And she told me that the doctor went for the pre-op. And the surprise was that the doctor said that the leg wasn't going to be cut off because the infection was gone. So the doctor told them that she was good to go home, but she was supposed to come two days later so they can clean the wound. So two days later, they came, they, they came to the doctor, and the doctor saw the leg, and he says, we don't have to do anything. Wow. The leg is totally healed. Cool. So praise God for that. Yeah. That's just one of the stories. So another story is that a friend of mine um, or friend from the Zoom group, she, pray, she asked for the prayer for her cousin who was hospitalized in Mexico. She was uh, plugged into a life support machine. So they just needed a miracle because they wanted The doctors wanted to unplug her. There was nothing that they could do for her. So she was hospitalized, and the doctor gave her a week uh, to either unplug her or to do something about her, but they couldn't keep her at the hospital. So we prayed uh, for three days, and then at the third day, her cousin called us and told us that the cousin went home. They unplugged her because she known no longer needed the intensive care or the life support machine. She was healed completely, and she went home to tell the good news to everybody. So she came to become a member of our group as well for prayer because she was healed. So she told that, you know, God is good, God is well, and that is the God that we serve. Monica, there are, uh, again, people out there who want to start something like this, a prayer ministry in their core. Uh, what would you say to them to help them get started? Uh, first of all, uh, I think one of the main keys is to look for the need. When you look uh, around you and you see a need, fulfill it. If we are disciples of Christ, we, ha we tend to have a heart for serving others. You can start with one person. There is always one person, that one person that needs help. So start with that one. Start with her or with him. Pray with that person. You know, set up a time, a day and time, and commit to it. And that person, I'm sure, is going to ask somebody else or tell somebody else what the good God is doing for them, for their life. And it's going to come to a group of three now, and you can grow that way. But start always with that person, with that one person. That is the one that God puts in your heart to help, and how, that's how you will grow. Why do you think it's so important, Monica, that um, soldiers take on these initiatives themselves rather than it all be driven by the officer or employees of the Corps, but that the soldiers are the ones who are starting and really fulfilling the mission? Los soldados de la iglesia permanecen en el cuerpo. In the Salvation Army, the officers are changing constantly. The soldiers, we stay. So when we stay, we have the solid base of what 
we want the church to look like or what are the needs there or how to be better as a community, as a as the church body. So I think it's because of the soldier having that heart of service because we are disciples of Christ and we serve Jesus that we can see what we need and fulfill those spaces where something is lacking. If we have a good group of soldiers, the foundation of the church is stronger and it will make the leadership stronger as well. Uh, even when they come and go, we as church will be stronger together. I love it because it's the body. That's what the body of Christ is, right? We all Amen. have a part to play, mm -hmm. a role to play. Some are in and out. Some are there building that foundation that will last, um, you know, beyond what we can even see. Uh, but we all have a role in the body of Christ. I think it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. Uh, I hope you heard that, listeners. Monica just said it. The soldiers of the Salvation Army are the standing Salvation Army. Officers come, officers go. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. But, this, but the soldiers are the backbone, the standing members of the army. Uh, Monica, we're so grateful for you coming in. Is there anything else you want to, to tell the listeners out there about prayer and about getting this started? Gracias a ustedes por la invitación. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you here today. To be a soldier of the Salvation Army is a grand privilege. But beside that, you have to open your heart. You have to tell Jesus, come to my heart and live there, transform me. But not only that, you have to open your heart to serve others. And to say and to serve others means you have to tell Jesus, God, come to me and please use me for your purpose. Because you're not you anymore. You are a new you. You are a new you in Christ. So you have to tell them, use me for whatever purpose you have for my life and for the benefit of others. Um, as we get ready to close this uh, podcast on prayer, I'm reminded of a quote from Charles Spurgeon who said, prayer pulls the rope below and the great bell rings above in the ears of God. Some scarcely stir the bell for they pray so languidly. Others give but an occasional pluck at the rope. But he who wins with heaven is the man who grasps the rope boldly and pulls continuously with all his might. You've heard that ministry that takes place at the Atlanta Temple Corps that Monica got started there, pulling the rope of heaven through prayer with all your might. Not just, you know, thank you, Lord, for this food, but going on your knees before our Heavenly Father and asking him to intervene in the lives of people every single day. Prayer is the fuel that goes in the ministry car. Uh, Monica, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, will you please lead us in prayer? Claro que sí. Señor, te damos gracias, Padre amado, una vez más, Señor, en este día por el privilegio y la bendición que tú nos has dado, Señor, de estar aquí. Yo te pido, Padre, y te pedimos en el nombre de Jesús que tú bendigas, Señor, cada familia, cada corazón, cada mente, Señor, y que ha escuchado este mensaje, Padre amado. 
cada persona que trabaja para ti, Señor, que tú le bendigas grandemente y extendas la bendición al resto de su familia, Padre. Padre, encomendamos nuestra vida a ti, a tu servicio, y te pedimos, Señor, que tú siempre estés con nosotros donde quiera que vayamos. En el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amen and amen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you again, Monica. Thank you, Mercy, for translating for us. We will catch you next time on the Love Serve Disciple podcast. Thanks for listening. For more information and resources about the Salvation Army's territorial priorities, visit allforjesus.salvationarmysouth.org and follow us on Facebook at Sal Army South.